0: This is a podcast from Rover. There is a moment where you just go, why the fuck am I with this person, you know? <laughs> and, and the only reason I say that is because sometimes I'll do some dumb shit and I look across at my wife and she's staring back at me lovingly and I'm like, if you can't see how much of a fuck-up you are... <laughs> I mean, how much of a fuck-up I am, then maybe I'm not with the right person because you're a terrible judge of character. (laughs) You should not be with someone as shit as me. And the fact that you are makes me think that maybe I've made the wrong decision as well. (laughs) Summertime with Jay and Dunk.
1: Okay, welcome back, guys. Another episode of Dot For Radio. Uh, for your summer break, uh, and not all listeners will be enjoying summer at the moment, obviously in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, mm. you've got three hours of sunlight, and it rains the entire time. And if you're lucky, it you gets snow, and you tell yourself it's
0: awesome, because snow's know, awesome. It's that time of year. You know what? Your yeah, snow is awesome, until it just caves your roof in, and then it's just fucking cold, and you've got no roof. But at least you've got snow. Yeah. We don't get that here in New Zealand. as a result of that, we shut down one of our biggest uh, mountains with two ski fields on it.
1: Do you know one? Have I told the story before? Um, my dad once employed a gang member <laughs> as an apprentice bricklayer for him, Sick. and he assumed, it's,
0: it was a, hes hes literally building walls to which he will live behind. Ah, it's a circle of life.
1: He had some sweet tattoos, and I asked him what they said across his knuckles, and he hid them and put them in his pocket. And uh, uh, it wasn't until I was. Older.
0: Yeah. What was it? Black F-T-W. Power. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah. And uh,
1: we, we <laughs> took, I think, oh, I won't, no, I
0: won't say his name, but uh, it doesn't uh, really uh, matter. Uh, 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 I mean, perfect perfect name for, you know, like five on each. Yeah. Which you should probably think about that when setting up a gang. You need to be able to get the, the gang name across your knuckles. Well, there's always enough know? room
1: in a forehead for a gang
0: name, though. Yeah. Or across the bridge of the nose and the cheeks.
1: Uh, So we took this bloke up um, uh, snowboarding for the first time. Dad's like, I'll pay for him. And he's like, I've never seen snow before. Uh, And so he went up and um, I'm just going to call – I need a name for him. Let's call him Matt His name was definitely not Matt. But anyway, Matt's like, sweet old grab my gear, thought he knew what he needed, turned up in some DC skate shoes, some jeans, and a a white singlet. And that's what he snowboarded him for the day. <laughs> Up at Porter Heights. <laughs> he's got absolutely peppered by the sun. Uh, got extremely sunburnt and uh thought he you know, he just wanna look cool while he's doing it. Yeah. Looked well, like he about to drop into a half pipe, but he is snowboarding.
0: What you've been watching is uh, Winter Games on Sega Master System 2, and he's just hor- horrifically under, uh, underprepared for it. Uh,
1: just got a message here through from Chris Vincent. He's uh, one of our listeners, one of the snipers from London. So about 15 years ago, I took my then wife and daughter to Euro Disney for a nice weekend break. It was very exciting, and we entered our American-themed room. Before I could take in the star-spangled banner of excitement, (laughs) I basically needed a good crap. So as the wife and daughter emptied their bags, I went off to empty myself. (laughs) All was going well until I washed my hands and realised there was no door handle on the toilet and I was essentially trapped in the crapper. All was not lost, though, as I shouted through the little hole left by the handle uh, to my wife. Eventually, after much shouting, she appeared, Um, as a big eye opposite my big eye. (laughs) (laughs) With clear instructions, I said uh, for her to head off and get something to push into the hole to turn the latch. Now in my head, she was popping into the restaurant to get a knife or at least a member of staff to help free me. Many minutes passed and eventually she returned telling me that she had found something that would fit in the hole. I told her to line it up and I peered through the hole to make sure she was on track. As I peered through, (laughs) there was an almighty whoosh and I was immediately blinded, <laughs> and I stumbled back and banged my head on the <laughs> <laughs> door. How
0: would you look that close? Big you're old lining up something going through there.
1: As I came around, I shouted to the wife,
0: What the hell was that?
1: Without breaking a stride, she claimed the only thing she could find, long and pointy, was my nasal spray. <laughs> which subsequently caused me temporary blindness. I sat there for a further 20 minutes until a lovely Frenchman opened the door to what can only be described as Frankenstein's monster with two huge puffy eyes and a big lump on his head. Good times.
0: (laughs) Sometimes. And I think if we're being honest, I think everybody has got to that point where your partner does something or there's a moment where you just go why the fuck am I with this person, you know? <laughs> and, and the only reason I say that is because sometimes I'll do some dumb shit and I look across at my wife and she's staring back at me lovingly and I'm like, if you can't see how much of a fuck-up you are, <laughs> I mean how much of a fuck-up I am, then yeah. maybe I'm not with the right person because you're a terrible judge of character. <laughs> like, you should not be with someone as shit as me nah. and the fact that you are makes me think that maybe I've made the wrong decision as well. <laughs>
1: No, it's the rose-tinted lenses. Look at that. You can do no yeah. wrong in her eyes. Well, you walk past the mirror there and the nude, is. and you're
0: like, Jesus fucking Christ, what is that? And you're like, oh, that's me. Oh, yuck. You let that climb on you. <laughs> Fuck yeah, now have some, have some self-respect. There was that thing. We did this on the radio
1: show, I think it was this year or last year, but we told all the lads to grab their mobile phone, and you hold it down um, below your nipple line, and you take a, a selfie.
0: Yeah, like a reverse selfie. So you're looking down.
1: You're looking right down, and then you take it, and then you... You have a look at the photo, and that's exactly what your missus uh, gets to see when you're, uh, you know...
0: Putting in your best work.
1: Or or not your best work.
0: Yeah. Just b- basically filling your boots. Anyhow. Uh, yeah, cheers for that. There's something <laughs> good, but we, should, we should actually do. Shit, that we would that, do. Stuff,
1: that stuff hurts going up with schnoz.
0: On that, maybe we should just set up a gallery of... Uh, of people's pumping faces where you just send them in and we can just print them out on, um, we can print them out as good Polaroids make- and we'll just make an art installation from them. I think it's a fucking great idea. Leave it with me. Uh, next week I'll get onto that. Little Instamax ones. Here's a newsflash, guys. Jay won't get onto that. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those ideas. <laughs> I was looking at Teague's there just for support, but she's doing some other work yeah, that I haven't done like, earlier on today. She's
1: like, you should fuck right off.
0: Uh, do we want a short ball story, or do you want to do your slime thing? Uh, this is a great little. This is this goes to show how intelligent mold is. Mm. This is a great. This is Paul Stamets, who's the man behind Fantastic Fungi. That was the other thing I learned. I
1: still. I've only watched half an episode of that. Maybe I'll watch it tonight.
0: Oh, now, Fantastic Fungi is f- impressive. That's not the one. That's you're thinking about the Michael Pollan one, which is about the LSD, um, the MDMA, and uh, I don't know. I'm thinking about the one where uh, the you do drugs and it's really good for you. Nah. Nah, this is the mushroom one.
1: Yeah, the mushroom one, where it basically um, lets you know that all the plants are talking to each other. Yes, that's it. This is the guy,
0: Paul Stamets. This is him explaining to the great, the powerful Joe Rogan about um, how the Japanese uh, trusted nature to come up with a better solution to what it is that they have got.
2: It's called Physarium uh, polycephalum. And this slime mold is very, very good at navigating through mazes. The Japanese uh, are so clever at this. They um, designed uh, a nutrient-like maze Um, replicating Tokyo and the Japanese subway system with all the major cities, the nodes around Tokyo. Each of those nodes had a piece of oat on them, which was a source of nutrition, and then they let the slime mold then grow. And first it grew out randomly, exploratorily, and then after about twenty eight hours it reorganized itself. In the most efficient way possible and reorganize the japanese subway system in a more efficient manner than it's designed today thus they they said not me not paul stamets this is a demonstration of cellular intelligence whoa so this is the tip of the proverbial mycelial iceberg
0: to surmise what he was just saying then, so they basically, they put down uh, the Tokyo Subway setup uh, and, and replicated it with pieces of grain and then the mould figured out a more productive way of that, that system working. So what they designed it for initially, they then changed off the back of this mould and found that the productivity and times were cut down and that the system ran faster after they did what the mould did. Isn't that just so <laughs> wild? It is fucking wild. It just and, makes and, you realise, be like, man, we haven't been here that long. No, and it's, it is literally like Stranger Things. Whatever happens above ground, there's, ju- there's twice, three times, four times, 50 times as much going on underground that we just don't pay any attention to because it's like, well, I can't see it, give a fuck. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. if you haven't seen it, Fantastic Fungi, or that's how you actually say it. It's, we always call it fungi, fungi, whatever. Uh, we'll put it in the show notes as well. Real uh, mind-bending shit, that one. This one here from Nash is a short ball story.
1: Uh, and that'll pretty much be us for the day, I think. Uh, when water slides go bad. Great summer one here. <laughs> Do you know what I had a morbid fear of the other day? And it's never happened. I've heard of it happening. I don't even know if it actually happened, but... Well, there was this rumor at our local um, waterslide park. I say waterslide park. There was one waterslide. It was a pool complex growing up that someone put razor blades in the waterslide.
0: I heard someone did this as well at one that was in the Bay of Plenty, but it's, yeah, and that they were basically skinning people. And-
1: but I now, as an adult, and I was thinking about this as I was looking at a slide um, at a park where I took my kids to the other day, and it was like tube, you know, like a, like a hydro slide tube looking slide. And I was like, if you put razor blades in it, you would be putting them in the gaps,
0: and they'd be running the wrong way. No, so this is where – because I had that exact same – I had the exact same setup. Because what would happen is on these um, water slides, if they weren't the ones that I was on anyway – if they weren't properly maintained, then the bolts would loosen and the pipes would shift and they would come out a little bit. Mm. And so what would happen is people would come down there and they'd kind of catch them on their their hips or their knees or their hands or whatever it was when they were when they were sliding down. And it would be a couple of mils out and it would scrape the side of the person. They'd be they'd come out and they'd have scrapes on them. And then that's how it kind of the, the rumour was perpetuated is that someone's putting razor blades in there. That's why you're getting scraped up. Don't go down these water slides. And having talked to the people that own the place, they're like, no, nah, we actually just need to tighten up the bolts on it, make sure that everything's lined up properly, and then silica the gap, so it's sort of...
1: Yeah, see, I don't reckon it ever happened. Yeah.
0: Uh, not, to, not to mention, what's well, more terrifying when you're parked up in the middle of a hydroslide, it's boiling hot, water's running past you, you can just hear something going... coming down towards you, and they just fucking hit you like a ton of bricks. Well, there's always
1: the fat kids that are it up, and then there will be no water coming out <laughs> for age, you'd watch it, and you'd be like... Some poor prick's going to come hussing around the corner and just hit these big three burly boys that have blocked it up. Anyway, Nash, we'll get back to your story, mate. When water slides go bad. Hey, fellas, I was listening to your a bit on slippery dips. Uh, dicks. So this is slippery slides I'm picking from a while back. Remember, uh, it reminded me of a bit of a water slide journey to hell back in the early 2000s. It started with a mate's trip to Melbourne and with us travelling home dusty and questioning where our lives were going. <laughs> I already love this. To lift the energy we decided to stop in at Geelong which had a waterslide tower for a few refreshing trips down the tubes being over 30 degrees the cool water and the joy of a good waterslide uh, our vibe improved as we blew the dust off. Back in the day, you had to purchase a set of... Set number of,
0: uh, of runs.
1: Yeah, yeah you yeah, punch yeah. a ticket. Yeah, 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 on the slides. You receive a waterproof card attached to your wrist with an elastic band and usually a pimply-faced teenage employee would punch your card at the top of the slide each time you went down. Having purchased five goes each and been a bunch of testosterone-fueled immature 20-something-year-olds, we progressively tried to outdo each other with our launches down the slide. As we lined up for our last go, we noticed a young mother attempting to get her son, young son of maybe five or six, to go down the water slide by himself. After feeling quite embarrassed with our four lads waiting there, t- um, with four lads waiting their turn, and the son clearly not able to go down by himself, the mother relented and decided to accompany her son down the slide whilst being fully clothed. <laughs> what if- Odd bit of detail <laughs> put in there.
0: Well, no, it is because. When you go, she obviously was at the top of the stairs and was like, Well, fuck, we're here. Okay, I'm going with you. Um, I'm not on my toes, but we're going together. Me and you, come on. I'm in my jeans and my t shirt. Um, I'll leave my shoes here. They can go down before me and we'll go together.
1: Okay.
0: As the water slide attendant punched my card for the last time, I
1: saw my opportunity to outdo the boys with my final attempt. The quick decision was made to whip off my shorts in front of the line (laughs) and hurdle. Down the slide, naked (laughs) Now side note There is a feeling of absolute freedom When one does a nudie run But words cannot describe The unabated joy I felt (laughs) Hurtling down the water slide Fully disrobed This is like being born again, <laughs> yeah, yeah out you come, mate. As I rounded a you're corner, the, you're
0: the seventh kid, and you're a six pounder, and your and your siblings are all twelve pound plus.
1: Oh no, this is going <laughs> to take. This is about to take a gnarly <laughs> turn for worse.
0: You were the kid that, you, that your mum had, just smoking heavily throughout the pregnancy,
1: <laughs> oh, like Dunk Oh shit. Okay. This enjoy, is your, to,
0: enjoy your holiday darts.
1: This is about to get hectic. As I rounded a corner, legs fully in the air on this <laughs> glorious ride of nakedness, a scene presented itself that made my asshole pucker <laughs> right up. <laughs> Tighter than a fat kid's jocks after Christmas. Here before me was the mother and her young son. I can only assume it was her dry attire consisting of three-quarter corduroy pants slowing her down and my naked run-up increasing my speed resulting in us meeting mid-slide. As I unintentionally aimed my now clenched butthole at the pier... I'd already started apologizing. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I screamed as I cannoned into the startled mother and son. Oh shit. With both legs now firmly wrapped around them, <laughs> we began our descent together in what can only be described as the longest second half of a water slide in the history of mankind. The more I pushed away, the more intertwined we
0: became <laughs> <laughs> they got like a Chinese finger trap. <laughs>
1: Far out. Me constantly oh. apologising, her screaming, you went too early! You went too early! <laughs> As we finally approached the light at the end of the tunnel and my freedom from this unwanted physical connection with a mother and child, <laughs> I was of the hope that my terror tube ride was over. I was wrong. As we shot out into daylight, I lost grip of my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you yes, snatch. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. I lost grip of my shorts that I'd held on to the entire trip down. I stood up naked, searching the turbulent water only to notice the father standing poolside. <laughs> mouth wide open, having just witnessed our exit. Locating my shorts but unable to put them on with oh. the fiery father screaming and chasing me, I hurtled the cyclone <laughs> fence naked and bolted for the car park. <laughs> the echoes of a child sobbing and a feminine scream. He had no clothes on (laughs) slowly fading into the distance cheers keep up the great work fellas shit that's a great yarn that's one of the best ones i've had this year that hurt my head
0: that really did that's That's, that's, that's a great nudge that oh
1: hey um december 30 today can i just say i mean it's not gonna matter what i say but i would just like to identify the fact that tonight is the night that most people meet up with their crew to spend New Year's with, and it's always the fucking best night. There's Mm. no expectations. There's no like, "Well, God, I'll make it to midnight and do the countdown. Everyone's just catching up tonight. Just a couple of quiets. It's not good, you know, it's it's just nice to see everyone and Mm. no one's expecting anything, but this will be the fucking best night of your holiday.
0: Yeah, I reckon exactly what Dunk said. Don't put any expectations around it and just fucking cut the brakes and see where you end up.
1: Let it happen. I mean, it's going to happen anyway. I've had quite a few of these nights, like pretty much mm. every single one since I was
0: 14. Yeah.
1: The best night has been the 30th.
0: Yeah. For your, it starts off as fish and t- chips with the family, you know, just uh, on the beach uh, waiting for the sun to go down and then ends up four o'clock in the morning, you're wearing Finding Nemo suits and just b- bobbling around in your lounge. You know, we've all been there and we've it's a great place there. to be.
1: And uh, don't be ashamed. It's the silly season after all. Enjoy it. Uh, We'll catch you back. We probably won't do one of these tomorrow or the day after. Absolutely
0: not. We'll see you in the new year. (laughs) Yeah, because,
1: uh, I mean, you're going to be too preoccupied tomorrow. Uh, and then on the fit yeah we'll yeah. be back in a couple of days I'll time put
0: it this way congratulations you've made it through 2022 and onwards and upwards for 2023 oh. we've got some pretty spectacular things planned for next year and uh you will play a major part in those
1: yeah and just quickly think if you if this is the very first podcast that you've downloaded of ours we like really from the bottom of our hearts really appreciate it because this podcast has gone fucking berserk over the last I don't know 7 Nine months less than that i think we started properly doing these not for radio ones and <laughs> april or something yeah um so it's just gone crazy like we're well over four million downloads this year which just absolutely blows our globes like some stage early next year we will have more downloads than what there is people in our country (laughs) a real fucking mind bender for you um so it's been awesome we appreciate um everyone that works in behind the scenes on it and i say everyone there's four of us we bloody we're a tight-knit team us um and caleb as well and, uh, and also Kate as well, who's um, just froths on all the numbers side of mm. things. She's, uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been epic, but we appreciate you. Have a um, great um, night before New Year's, New Year's Eve, Eve. Have a great New Year's Eve, and we'll catch you in the new year. Uh, if you're over please tell us about it on our Facebook page, which is Sniper's Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a search on Facebook. Have a good one. We'll catch you in the new year. Not for
2: radio, summer edition.